is in the know for Tuesday, November 15, the 319th day of 2022. There are 46 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We are going to have a thankful giving day number 15. What you will you be storing in your box to present to the Grayson County Alliance? We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Qatar. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. Doha. There you go. Doha. That's, that's the capital. Is it Doha or is it Dohar? Do you know? Doha. It's just Doha? Uh-huh. So it doesn't have an R on the end of nope. it? Okay. Doha. Qatar. But Qatar Correct. does have an R uh-huh. on the end of it. It does. It's not Qatar. Qatar. Qatar, yes. Okay. Um, have you seen around the country where all the Ted Lasso billboards are going up in uh, cities where we have players... Uh, or a strong influence on the U.S. men's national team that are headed to. Saw that this this morning. There's uh, this is to the the the, man, the manager, or the the head coach. Yeah, the yeah the so to Coach Greg, and uh, there's a different one in each town, right? I where they put these up. I think it's if the player is from that town, they have a city, they have a billboard directed towards that player. But I like this one. It says. Uh, even with you, that extra G on the end of your name, because he, Greg Bearhalter spells Greg yeah. with two G's at the end, and that's just kind of the brilliance of and the then, Ted Lasso did, series is Greg excellent. Did, did you read? Yeah, the, the very end. Yeah, yeah. M- maybe uh, you get a third G at the end for being so Greg excellent, and that's the beauty of the Ted Lasso franchise is just got to make play sure you words. do the outro too. Oh, uh, best Gregards, Ted Lasso. I, it's it's well done. Uh, it's a it's a, a solid solid franchise they have going there that uh, is just encouraging. You know, it's uplifting and uh, it's it's funny. It takes play play on words. It um, kind of states the obvious, or maybe even states the thing that's that's right there in front of you, but isn't so obvious until they point it out, like the extra G in in, mm-hmm. in Greg. Wet, chilly start to the day. Not as chilly as yesterday, thanks to the wet, but it wasn't exactly tropical out there either. But it's better than what we're going to see in the coming days. We're going to see frigid air taking over on Friday, and it is going to be with us uh, through basically Monday when we get back into the 40s for the first time. So we'll be in the 40s today, but in the 30s tomorrow, 30s Thursday, 30s Friday, 30, Saturday, 30, Sunday, and then 44 on Monday. In the meantime, all of our lows, overnight lows, are in the 20s and even in the teens over the course of the weekend. So enjoy your 44 today. We'll see a 20% chance of rain tonight, a low of 33. Snow showers tomorrow early. Uh, no. Not not for us. Uh, maybe regionally, and we'll see a high of 38 I'm not saying tomorrow. no, we're not going to get any. I'm just saying no. I, you object. The, 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 the little bit that we had 
Mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Saturday morning is is enough until next year. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that. I'll I'll go with that. Uh, this time yesterday, we were still. Uh, it was still kind of new. The tragedy in Charlottesville, Virginia, where a University of Virginia student who was a former member of the school's football team fatally shot three current players as they returned from a field trip, set off a panic, a 12-hour lockdown, a manhunt that led to the capture of the suspect, and just a tremendous tragedy for that community and that campus. This... um, the gunman, the the uh, man that took these lives, he was a former teammate. hadn't been on the football team, I think. What I heard in over a year, twenty eighteen, I think was the last time. Oh, longer. It's been a long so, time, so, yeah. so it's been a long time, but still around the campus for whatever reason. Obviously, don't know what the field trip was about. It's irrelevant at this point. Yeah, they're going to a theater. Um, they went to like a play. Were they coming back? They were. Right, they were. They were coming back, and then uh, I saw a report yesterday that said. Uh, he made a statement like, you guys are always messing with me or something, and then uh, brandished a gun and took took three lives. And I just heard, you know, on Fox Sports just before we started, there's some doubt on whether the football team will resume their schedule. Um, you know, they only got probably, at the most, two. they've got two more games. I don't know if they were bowl eligible yeah, or not. They're like three and seven. Um, so it would just be the two games. So it probably would be the most practical to just go ahead and – um, I guess it would be hard to go on. You know, there's a lot, lot to deal with, certainly beyond football, or that university. So or, quite, a, quite a tragedy. Or, or you have the other side of, do you go on to try and? Right. Yeah. What I'm not sure what the appropriate thing to do in that case is. If there were more than two games, obviously I think you try mm-hmm. and put it together. But there's just so much. It's just the wounds are so fresh. Mm-hmm. By the time they get to this weekend, and then to turn around and try to prepare for the finale. I don't know. I'm also not sure what it does to. I'm, I'm not sure what it does to the opponents you know, yeah. that were scheduled. They play and, Coastal Carolina, yeah, and I mean, then they play Virginia Tech, who's in, their big rival. In the grand scheme of things, it's insignificant, but it is still important to uh, important to those and those uh, universities involved. Then I just learned right after the show yesterday about the school bus crash yesterday morning in McGoffin County. It's pretty frequent you hear about school buses being involved in fender benders or even small accidents I, I was in a school bus fender bender you were in a school bus fender bender um i was on the bus not not yeah. hitting the hitting the bus uh but because they're so large and they sit higher a lot of times passenger cars either go underneath them or what have you because but in mcgoffin county where things are very hilly and the terrain is even hillier than it is here in our area when a school bus leaves the roadway for whatever reason, it's going for, it's going for a somersault, and this one did left the roadway uh, and landed on its side. Eighteen children and the driver sent to hospitals, some with critical injuries. Uh, some were taken by EMS from the scene. Some were taken by parents to hospitals from the scene, and so um, no other vehicles were involved. Uh, that that is known and no real understanding at least of the report that i read on what caused it yet mm-hmm. part of it is because i think the driver was uh, injured to the point where they were having trouble getting some information so i just really hate it for the mcgoffin county community today 
A tandem tractor-trailer overturned on the WK Parkway between Litchfield and Caneyville last night. Injured a driver and blocked the eastbound lanes. It happened about uh, 10 o'clock. The sheriff's office, fire department, and EMS all responded to the 102-mile marker. A semi-truck with double trailers had overturned, blocking both eastbound lanes. Driver was transported to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes with non-life-threatening injuries. Unsure why the vehicle left the roadway in that case either. I, I always appreciate, you know, the, the wreck is at the 102-mile marker, and, and most of the time it's it's a guesstimate, you know. It's near the it's or <laughs> and it's, I like this, this is at the, the 102-mile This one literally, marker. like, was within, you know, what? A few feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, the the mile marker sign is in, in the photograph. I've never seen... Get us get that accurate. A wood burning stove uh, was the at the centerpiece of a story in Caneyville last night. Where about nine forty, a fire was reported in the five hundred block of West Maple. Grayson County Deputy Wally Ritter responded to the area. He was nearby, and uh, in the basement of the home, they found a wood burning stove on fire. Two occupants of the residence who both suffer from medical conditions, were attempting to put out the blaze. And uh, Ritter beat back the heat and tried to get things under control until the uh, fire department could arrive. The two occupants who likely suffered at least minor smoke inhalation were not transported. Uh, Ritter was not injured, but uh, could have been a dicey scene there last night in uh, Caneyville. A Hardin County woman allegedly under the influence of drugs has been arrested after the uh, she struck a vehicle head-on, killing an infant and toddler and seriously injuring, injuring their pregnant mother. 42-year-old Angela Chapman of Radcliffe has been charged with two counts of murder, first-degree assault and DUI, also accused of being on drugs, uh, accused of being on drugs when she crossed the center line on Dixie Highway in West Point, striking a vehicle and killing two small children ages one and two years of age. Their 28-year-old mother, who was driving and is pregnant, was airlifted to the University of Louisville Hospital, listed in serious condition. The family is from Louisville, and they were on their way home from church. It's terrible. And no words. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. It's terrible. People that are out driving around have no business being on the roads. And they take... They take lives they take other people's lives the future of abortion rights in kentucky reaches a defining moment today when the state's highest court hears arguments over a sweeping abortion ban put in place by the republican-led legislature the case before kentucky supreme court is the first legal test since voters in kentucky and three other states signaled their support for abortion rights in last week's midterm election Kentuckians rejected a ballot measure that would have denied abortion rights in the state's constitution. The Kentucky justices will review a challenge to the state's trigger law that banned nearly all abortions that took effect after Roe v. Wade was overturned in June. Approved in 2019, the law carved out narrow exceptions to save a pregnant woman's life or to prevent disabling injury. There are no exceptions for rape or incest victims. So a lot of people in Kentucky obviously will be following what the state Supreme Court hears today and what they rule whenever they rule. I don't uh, know that there's necessarily information today, but they're hearing it today and we'll begin 
the next step in that process. Attorney General Daniel Cameron announced yesterday he has launched an investigation into alleged violations of Kentucky's consumer protection laws related to environmental, social, governance, investment practices, or ESG of the Vanguard Group Incorporated and State Strength Bank. Did you follow all that? Vanguard? Sound like words stew to me. To open the investigation, Cameron sent Vanguard and State Street civil investigative demands seeking a wide range of relevant State information. State Street? State Street. Are there couches involved? Burnt, burnt couches. Uh-huh. These demands request documents and information regarding ESG investment practices and the fiduciary responsibilities these companies have agreed to as members of the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero, Climate 100 Plus, and is a signatory of Net Zero Asset Managers, or NZAM. Can, can we call Stephen Smith to explain oh, that? Oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed. I don't know what any of that means. Call Stephen. I feel like... Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, I what, no whatever idea. that means. You know, the DEA's uh, prescription drug take-back day was... Is it two weekends ago? Or was something, it this, this past weekend? No, I can't remember when we talked about ago. it. Who could have been? Seemed like it was in the month of October, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Drug Take Back Day uh, collected 647,000 pounds of unneeded medications at nearly 5,000 collection sites across the country. Hmm. 647,000 pounds. That's a lot. Uh, October 29th is when it was. In, Kentucky, in the Louisville Division, which the Louisville Division covers Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia, 34,000 pounds just from those areas it's a lot of pills it is i mean i understand they're dense like a small amount and it adds to weight but that's a lot of you know that's a mm-hmm. lot of weight to come up with mark stoops isn't making any excuses following his 24 21 lost vanderbilt on saturday he said i don't feel comfortable talking about excuses i give credit to coach lee and vandy for outplaying us and out coaching us he um said they had our opportunities to win um I mean, he, he is right. There's a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. He is right that they are a couple of plays away from uh, eight and two instead of what I think is likely to be seven and five. Um, but no, no guarantees. Playing, no, playing well. No guarantees on that last game. They are, but just the ACC is not very good. So mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to actually draw an apples and apples comparison between an SEC team and an ACC team until they meet on the field. Mm -hmm. For me, the the season changed at the end of the Ole Miss game. You had Ole Miss beat on the road, Mm -hmm. and there was a penalty there, but then there was a costly turnover by your quarterback that if those two things change, you beat Ole Miss on the road, and then you beat South Carolina. More than likely because Will Levis probably plays. That's right. And so it just changes the complete arc of the entire season and then if you i heard stoop say last night on his call-in show if the helmet doesn't come off on the hands to the face then there's no penalty it still, was, I, I still haven't gone back and seen it the, was brief enough that octavius I I, oxenine goes up and he just pushes hands to the face and then the chin strap comes up over the offensive lineman for vandy and his helmet call comes off and they have to throw that flag 
And but I know if he that said changes, that he, he then you win the ball, ball game right there. He said he knew it was a good call, too. Like, he wasn't Oh, yeah, that's about right. He it. was not yeah. complaining that it was a penalty. He was just saying that if the helmet doesn't come off right there, uh-huh. that doesn't get a flag. But, but you hold again, him on downs and you win. You could easily say if Oxendine didn't put his hands in the face, the helmet would have come off to begin with. And, that's exactly and then right. It's, it's all ifs, ifs, ifs. And you know what? The reality is is that uh, you are six and four or whatever it is. I, I can't keep track now. Yeah, six and four. Uh, and six and four with two to play. Uh, and you'll be six and say, five I was after say Six and five. Huh. Um, but then again, you beat Georgia and nobody remembers what happened against Vandy. Yeah, I mean, well, like I heard someone say um, yesterday, said there was zero chance that Vandy would beat Kentucky, so you can't really say there's zero chance that Kentucky won't beat Georgia. But it's about as close to zero percent chance as you can. One, the dogs can't mess around. They've got they have to maintain. They're they're going to have to continue to score points to make sure that their playoff picture remains clear, et cetera. So, no taking their foot off the gas coming to Lexington on Saturday. Yeah, they're probably they're probably in the playoffs. They're pretty good. I mean, even if they lose to Kentucky, they're still in the SEC championship. So if they beat LSU in the SEC championship, they're in the playoffs. Boy, hard to believe that LSU is back in the SEC championship. <laughs> You know, just on a uh, just one year's difference, what it uh, what it can make. Brian Kelly can coach. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, got certainly got to give him credit uh, for Joe know, Burrow and walking through that the, door. The things that are happening. Well, the DJ Wagner mystery uh, or riddle was finally solved yesterday, and it shored up Kentucky's class for next year. Uh, didn't take Cal long to get a new T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw, Robert Dillingham, Dilly Dilly, Justin Edwards, and uh, Reed Shepard now joined by DJ Wagner. It will be four of the what top eight? Yeah, depending on what service. Depending upon what yeah. service. Four of the at. top ten. Four of the top but eight. That's a big haul, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's a and and a legacy player that's not counted in that. In Reed Shepard, that I'm not sure there will be a player in. Gosh, when's the last time there'll be a more popular play? I mean, I guess Oscar, but I think he'll even pass Oscar, Reed Shepard. You think so? Just because Being he's a, a local. From Kentucky, his dad played here. You know, it's it'll just continue to, to rise. He he will become one of the most popular players maybe since Rex. They look good now, right? I mean, but they get they get healthy and get everybody back on the floor. Michigan they look, State tonight. They look good and I, I think they'll I think they'll you know, play well against Michigan State tonight. At least, thank goodness, it's the early game. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's usually election day. It is, and and oftentimes too, when you're the late game, it means you're the marquee, and the re- well, most of the country wants to see you. You do know that uh, Kentucky gets Dickie V back today. Oh, really? No, I didn't, which will be good. No, I have. It, yeah, yeah, he didn't okay. do any games last year because of his cancer treatment. Sure. So it's and, and I'm happy for you him. Know, that you know, back. it's a big game when Dickie V's on the call. That's <laughs> true. So uh, they'll play tonight. Go Cats. Got to get to a break. Come back. Day number 15 of Thankful Giving coming up. You're on In the Nose. Today is Bunt Day, as in Bunt Cake. So it's got a D in this one, Sam, not just your baseball bunt. It's uh, I Love to Write Day. Supposed to set aside some time to write today. Writing tweets okay or uh, anything you want to write? And then um, it's also clean out your refrigerator day today. Time to clean it out and get ready for all the goodness that's going to be finding its way. It's on my list this weekend. It is to clean mm-hmm. out your refrigerator. Um, I meant to do it this past weekend. I'm going to clean out the refrigerator at home, but then I think 
Sam, I'm going to need you to stand guard. I may have to use our uh, refrigerator here, the old rocket ship, like I used, to, uh, like I like to call it. I always love, yeah, that thing. I, I don't hear it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean. But whenever we get a new crew member who will come into the building, and they'll, they'll like, jump up and be like, what happened? What is that? It's like, it's oh, it's just the fridge. It's and they're like, to... what? Yeah, I'm, I may have to store my birds in there to get them to well, thaw. quite a bit of water in there. So, Well, I got to drink a lot of water in order to, to get there. But it's also we need to start pounding. Day, day number 15 of thankful giving. Uh, we are moving uh, to, well, we're past the midpoint now because we have uh, 27 entries. And today is spaghetti. So you're supposed to put uh, spaghetti in your box for today. And so there it is. Now, a little bit of a dilemma Uh because, uh, so today is spaghetti. So I sent sent a message to she who is running this project for us. And I said, um, are you, are you going rogue by having us put fettuccine in our boxes on spaghetti day. Like, is this just our way that we insist on being unique and different? I've yet to hear back. Mm -hmm. So do you feel even the tiniest bit conflicted, Sam, that we've got fettuccine and it's spaghetti day? Is the Colonel going to be like mad at us? That's what I'm wondering. Will she throw these out and say, I can't accept these boxes? I, uh, these are the looking over the way there to see she's sending us a message or something. We did not. You did not follow the instructions mm-hmm. that were laid out for you. Mm-hmm. I cannot accept these. Or does it mean that we have to do another box now? Is that going to be like her punishment, like a fine? Maybe. Well, but then it does. See, I just had so many questions because in portions, in some cultures, is spaghetti code for all noodles? Like maybe in Edmonton County. Well, that's what I, I said. Some cultures. <laughs> uh, I mean, linguine or. No, I mean, Angel hair pasta, like, yeah. is that all? Does that all fit inside the spaghetti box? For me, it doesn't. It's pasta. As a, as a noodle connoisseur, uh-huh. I know there are different shapes and there are different sizes. You got your ziti, penne. You got your penne. You got you know you got all kinds. Elbow, orzo. You got you got lots. So, but in the spaghetti category, I'm not sure that fettuccine fits. But I'm putting it in the box nonetheless. You know why? Because I don't want to do it. You don't. I don't want to be responsible for picking out the items to put in the box, so I'm ah. just going to put my fettuccine in there and go on. Fair enough. Our box is getting a little full, though. Especially when you put that it's spaghetti I, in there. It's one pound right there. I know. I know. You're, you know what? I think our boxes are going to increase by a pound today. I think that's a safe bet. And I think it gets heavy tomorrow, too. Uh, yeah, because spaghetti sauce is mm-hmm. tomorrow or Fettuccine sauce, I guess. Whatever you, uh, sometimes. Well, so, do we need some alfredo? <laughs> that's then? what I'm wondering. I'm so confused. I was, I was looking for well, instruction guess, before is it I. Spaghetti sauce open to the interpretation. I, I, I guess if spaghetti is open to the interpretation, then wouldn't spaghetti sauce be? I, I guess it would have to be. Uh, here are 13 gratifying Thanksgiving facts. So we're closing in on Thanksgiving. We're a week and a day, uh, a week and a couple of days away. You'll probably be reminded of these between now and then. But number one, American Thanksgiving is largely modeled on a 17th century harvest feast shared by the English settlers and the Wampanoag tribe. We're all pretty familiar with that one. 
Second, uh, Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. It's based on European harvest festivals. I love I love it that some people in the United States celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, but they use it as dress rehearsal for American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They kind of like try it on, get some, do some things you might not do, or try some things to see if it's worthy of incorporating into your American Thanksgiving. Plus. There's just no problem with being extra thankful. You can you can be thankful like all and you should be all the time. The National Turkey Federation says around 45 million turkeys will be eaten on Thanksgiving. That's about 720 million pounds of turkey being consumed. The Butterball Hotline answers about 100,000 calls every year on its turkey uh hotline. In 1953, the Swanson Company overestimated the number of frozen turkey dinners it would sell for the holiday season by 26 tons, and rather than waste the meat, Swanson sliced it up, repackaged it, and created the first frozen TV dinners. Mm. A bit of an overestimation led us to frozen dinners. Shout out. Thanksgiving in America may be older than many recognize. It's largely tied to the 17th century settlers. But the National Park Service says in 1565, Spanish settlers in St. Augustine celebrated by having a meal to which they invited the native Saloy tribe. The Spanish served pork stew, sea biscuits, red wine, and garbanzo beans. Some say the Saloy contributed turkey, venison, and maize. What we might know as corn. That's a little different, isn't it? A little bit different, yeah. So should we should we have pork stew for Thanksgiving? I'd almost prefer to the turkey. Huh. Thanksgiving didn't become a civic holiday until Abraham Lincoln made it one after the Civil War. It was made a national holiday on October 20, 1864. The pilgrims did not refer to themselves as pilgrims. They used the word separatists. In addition to Canada and the United States, uh, Grenada... Liberia, the Philippines, St. Lucia, and the Netherlands celebrate their own versions of Thanksgiving. American president pardons a turkey from slaughter on Thanksgiving. You probably know about that one tradition. According to the U.S. Calorie Control Council, yes, that's a real thing, an average American may consume 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving Day. Wow. That's a lot. That seems a lot. How much fettuccine is that? That's only 210 calories, so that's a lot of fettuccine right there. Well, it's 210 per serving. Eight servings in here. Yeah, so 1,600 calories So three calories of these. About yeah. three of these. Yeah. So only three pounds of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I think your, uh, your post-Thanksgiving nap would be pretty good. Uh, yeah. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is the annual tradition. People line the parade route in New York City. It originated in 1924, and famed balloons were added in 1927. Apple pie is the pie of choice for Thanksgiving, even though pumpkin pie is prevalent this time of year. Interesting. Apple pie. Baseball. Ranks higher than pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. Listen, I know know apple pie is popular. I like apple pie just fine. But hard for me to buy that it's most popular at Thanksgiving. Are you getting the cake you've gotten the past couple years, or is it not open for business? I don't think I don't I don't think I have I haven't asked but I don't think so. Oh, so, not open cuz I know that one. 
That's not that, that, that's one, not that one might have a little bit more. That might be your 4,500 <laughs> calories that, that, right that there. That would account for your 5,000 calories without a doubt. Hostess is launching their new holiday ho-hos. The uh, holiday-inspired lineup of uh, snacks are holiday ho-hos, chocolate cake rolled with cream filling, mint chocolate-flavored Twinkies, holiday cupcakes, hot cocoa, and marshmallow-flavored Donettes. You call them Donettes or Donettes? They're they're a variation of donuts, but they're Do you know we, donuts. Are these all new or are these just returning? It's it just says that they're because um, did didn't Dennis bring the bottom right for snack time or am I or am I dreaming? Of that? Must be something else because it says uh, the launch of its new lineup of holiday inspired huh. snacks. Now it could be a new lineup, like okay. they might have had one of these before, but it's the new lineup. Because I felt like those. The the donuts, or whatever you want to call them, the they little, have different the little, kinds of those. The little donuts. I felt like mm. he brought hot chocolate and marshmallow flavor to this. Mm, well, I'm not sure. Maybe a woman is asking. She's a self titled seasoned traveler, and she went to Reddit to the Am I the Butthead forum, and she explained that she started an argument with her boyfriend because he boarded the plane before her. So let me kind of lay this out for you. Both are seasoned travelers. Both have priority boarding. He's in group one because she he is active military. She is like platinum because she travels a lot. She's in group three. She explains that oftentimes group three and two are gathered together. You know, they send two and three at the same time. And they're still about five to ten minutes ahead of everybody else because people who don't travel as often are slower and it takes them longer. Get it. Been there, done that, see it all the time. But for the first time in the years they've been traveling, which is about a decade, he went ahead and boarded with group one without her. And so she went to, she went to the am I the butthead when she got on board, she called him out and said, you boarded without me. And so now it's being debated about on whether it was okay for him to go ahead or not. I mean, it literally was maybe a minute before her and she was insulted that he boarded without her. So mm-hmm. is she okay to start an argument or what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I I feel like this should be a discussion you would have had ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what it was like to be with them that day. I mean, travel can stress. It can. Even if you're a seasoned traveler, you can still stress yourself out doing that. So... The way the way that I am though, part of it is the way that I was raised and just part of it is just who I am. It given given the choice between someone boarding early, I would defer to my wife. But they aren't gonna if it's an active military situation where you have to scan in, you know, it's it says on your boarding pass who you are, then that might not work. But I can't imagine I would just fall back. Like I would I just would go just go with her into boarding I, three. Yeah, I would just line. I would just board with group three mm-hmm. and just say go on. And but then other people, are like, well, what was he? What did you think he was going to do? Like mm-hmm. sneak an extra snack from the galley, like while you weren't on there, or what? So it did struck they still me as to, odd. Did they still get to sit by one another, or is this like yeah, Southwest? Yeah, I think where... they got to sit. I, I, I think everything was the same. He just mm-hmm. went ahead. So I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Like I say, I wasn't there, so I. I I don't know. But those things are kind of fun to watch because, you know, everybody gets to. Weigh Everybody's in gotten a picture on the internet. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And yes, they do.
And if you are trying to curate your weekend for your kids, here's the list. This is not my list, but the list of 10 best Thanksgiving movies for kids. This can help. Winnie the Pooh, Season of Giving from 1999. Never seen it. Don't think I have either. Garfield's Thanksgiving from 1989. Don't think I've seen it. Ooh. Paul Blart Mall Cop, 2009. I'm not sure. I mean, I I guess it's about Black Friday, isn't it? I think so. Uh Yeah. Uh, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story from 1993. Pocahontas from 1995. Or as Alea said, Pocahontas. Pocahontas from 1995. Mm Mm-hmm. A Winnie the Pooh Thanksgiving from 1998. Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow from 2015. Adam's Family Values from 1993. Free Birds from 2013. That's uh, Owen Wilson and Woody that. Harrelson. I remember that coming out. I've, I've never, I've never uh-huh. seen that. And then probably not surprising, I guess you can call it a, a, a movie. It makes sense. But from 1973, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Is a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is the most popular Makes sense. Uh, Thanksgiving movie for kids. So if you can find it, serve it up this weekend. Get ready for Thanksgiving. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know? Boy, times have changed, and, and thank goodness for it. Did you know checkers used to be known or marketed as chess or ladies? I think that's a good thing. We used to do it uh, a lot differently back uh, in the day. Well, yeah, especially Queen's Gambit. I mean, oh yeah, that's a wonderful series, by the way. If you've never, if you've never seen that, Sam, I know you're dying for your Giselle update for today. I know you've been following this minute by minute, staying up on all the latest drama between Giselle and um, and Brady and. Giselle Bunchen has been photographed on vacation with a jiu-jitsu instructor. What do you, what good, do you make, what do good you make for of her. this, Sam? Good for her? I okay. could, could not care less. You're on team Giselle. I'm on team let's stop talking about it. <laughs> because I just, I, I don't, I don't care. Like, why, why does it, that's my thing always, is it's like with all of these celebrity relationships, who cares? Uh-huh. So is it suffice to say you're not very happy that, Entertainment Tonight and Access Hollywood has spilled into your ESPN. Well, I wouldn't turn that on to begin with. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You, uh, well, but whatever your whatever sports platform you watch, I'm saying that some Access Hollywood and oh. TMZ well, see, spilled into your sports, and you don't like that. I I don't watch like Sports Center that much anymore, anyways. To even okay. get some of that, so really the only time I'll turn on. ESPN is if it's in the middle of a game, and the only time they interrupt that is if Aaron Judge is 12 away from a record. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno, boy, this is a rough headline from yesterday. Jay Leno was hospitalized with a serious facial burns after a car fire. He's a big car guy, has a big collection, loves to work on cars. Uh, the garage where he stores his cars on Sunday erupted into flames without warning and said the flames burned the left side of his face, but thankfully did not penetrate his eye or his ear. So sound like he's got uh, some high-level plastic surgeons uh, involved and 
Hopefully Jay will be okay. Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock, a new trailer for the new holiday special is released. It is available on YouTube should you want to see it. I, I kind of missed the Fraggle Rock. I was a little bit too old to really get in on Fraggle Rock. Also, yeah, Fraggle I, Rock, if I recall correctly, wasn't in it on HBO? Yeah, it was before my time. Yeah, I think it was on HBO, and we were a we were a three channel. Well, four if you count a PBS. Uh, we we were a four channel house instead of a you know HBO house. So I I was just never I, one. I think I was a little older to be in the demographic of Fraggle Rock, and my access was I think limited would be an understatement. Yeah, I've never. I'm not sure I've ever seen an episode of it. Andor will become the first Disney Plus Star Wars show to air on ABC. Why? Well, I think it, I think this tells the tale on Andor. Uh, one, I watched a portion of the first episode and was like, uh, "No, uh, this is not." I'm not intrigued by this. I'm not enjoying this. There's plenty of other stuff to do or watch. So I'm off. Um, it isn't content that is drawing people to the platform. So might as well take it to the people where they can watch it for free and see what they can make out of it. And they got to have content on ABC as well. But I th- and then maybe it'll bring them to the platform. Yeah, I just think this is an indictment of Andor isn't the hook, and maybe they weren't expecting it to be the hook. But it 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 doesn't measure up to the other content from the Star Wars universe. Pink will perform a tribute to Olivia Newton-John at the 2022 American Music Awards. She always usually has a big performance when she. Uh, performs and so she will um she, she can sing she too will, i mean she's she can good. indeed um stevie wonder is going to team up with charlie puth and ari lennox to perform a medley of lionel richie songs oh that's right didn't he get in like he's like an icon uh, yeah, something or like something. That, uh-huh. yeah, so good for him by the way while we're talking about pink she's announced a new summer tour it's a stadium tour she's going to gavp she is. Mm-hmm. She's going to be in Cincinnati. I didn't see the full list. Is that the closest she's going to be? Is Cincinnati? I know. just. I think I saw the Reds tweet. That's the only reason I. Gotcha. She'll be doing the stadium tour with Brandy Carlisle and Pat Benatar. It reminds me. I forgot to buy Billy Joel tickets. Mm. Oh well. But I'd imagine that those are uh, probably in the secondary market, not cheap. Uh, no, they are. They are not. It's probably going to be cheaper to go to Madison Square Garden and see them. Nineteen twenty-three, which is the. Um, which is a Yellowstone prequel. The trailer shows Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren leading the Dutton family. So the new trailer is out if you want to get a uh, sneak peek. I think December 18th or so is when 1923 comes out. I missed 1922, so I guess I'm behind. You did. Well, I think it stands alone. I don't think you have to watch 22 to enjoy 23, so feel free to jump right in if you like. And... Margot Robbie is saying she will not be sailing off in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie after all. That's right. I forgot that that was a potential thing. So that's probably a good sign for Johnny Depp when Disney decides to shelf and say, well, let's not move forward with Margot Robbie in the franchise Pirates of the Caribbean says to me that they are thinking 
since Depp made it through his um, uh, tribulation that he will be coming back to the franchise at some point. So, poor Margot Robbie. Sure, she'll be okay. And I she, think she's got enough. She's got plenty of plenty of good roles in the offing for her to uh, keep herself busy. Got to get to a break. We got point to ponder. Got uh, chart toppers, pearl of wisdom, and more coming up here on in the know. MB's point to ponder for today. So there are fork and plate foods, right? Foods that require plate and a fork. Okay. There are foods that require a spoon and a bowl. Okay. But are there any spoon and plate foods? Are there any foods that are designed with a spoon and plate in mind? I'm not sure that I might need an extra moment to think about it. Okay. Well, let's give that some thought over uh-huh. the next couple of days. Obviously, I'm thinking, you know, thinking a lot about food and Thanksgiving and preparation and dishes and sides and utensils and but i mean i mean yeah but if you're going to put them most things that if they're capable of being put on a plate i mean theoretically a fork will a fork will work i'm looking for i'm looking for a specialized Hmm. food where you've got it on a plate and you go well here it is on the plate my go-to move is a spoon I mean, it, if if a certain someone in your family would just give a big plate of mashed potatoes, would they go for a fork or a spoon? Whatever is closest. <laughs> and either will work. I was going to say, but there, I'm, I'm but not naming is, any names. There is not, I will tell you, the experience is not enhanced by having a spoon. The fork will do just as well. I'm just looking for, I'm looking to thread the needle here. I don't know the answer to this, and I'm not. I'm not saying there are any. I can't think of any where you've got it on a plate and you go, "I'm getting ready to eat this, but I'm gonna have to have a spoon." Je- jello on the t- but really, you can eat jello with a fork on the text line. This uh, somebody just sent in peas. It's not peas. A, it's not, not a, a bad. Not a bad not answer. Bad. You can not a eat, bad answer. You can eat pea. It, I think the experience may be enhanced. By that, I mean you can clearly eat peas but with see, a fork. Isn't part of the fun? But they get away from you. Yeah, and part of the know. fun, like the. I don't like mush peas. Well, no, you don't mush them. You just stab them, and you get you get four on each of the prongs. Oh, you're gonna need a sharp fork for that. You're gonna uh-huh. you're gonna t- if you're gonna use. Do you not the sharpen tines. your forks? Not 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 all that frequently. And then a secondary point to ponder is is one coming from Reader's Digest. The question was, what are the best TV shows of all time? You brought it up on Monday. Um, right. I guess you brought it up yesterday. Reader, according to Reader's Digest, a new listing says MASH is the number one TV show of all time, followed by This Is Us, then I Love Lucy, then Will and Grace, then Gilligan's Island, then Wonder Years, then Blackish, Brady Bunch, Star Trek, and Downton Abbey. I've never seen any of them. Researchers looked at how popular the shows were when they were on the air and what impact they had on popular culture and how long they've been remembered. Well, just wait until Yellowstone finished and then redo your list and see. Breaking Bad not on there? That's kind of surprising. Yeah, look at the number of drug dealers we have. Because of Breaking Bad? That's exactly right. Hmm. I mean, it must be. Don't you think? 
<laughs> on the History Channel tonight. We just tonight. need more the chicken se- restaurants like se- it. The season 10 premiere of The Curse of Oak Island on NBC The Voice and on CBS FBI. Well, Kentucky, that's the biggest thing tonight. That's right. Six e- o'clock. ESPN. Uh-huh. Dicky V. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1864 during the Civil War, Union forces led by Major Tecumseh uh, Sherman began their march to the sea from Atlanta. In 1777, the Second Continental Congress approved the Articles of Confederation. Zebulon Pike spotted um, Pike's Peak this day in 1806. Well, he gets the credit. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling he's not the first human on Earth to see it. 1966, the flight of Gemini 12, the final mission of the Gemini program, ended successfully as Buzz Aldrin and Jim Lovell splashed down into the Atlantic after four days in orbit. Birthdays today. Petula Clark is 90. Frida from ABBA is 77 today. Beverly D'Angelo is 71. Ellen Griswold. Okay. Johnny Lee Miller is 50. Chad Kruger is 48. Sean Murray is 45 today. So you know Sean Murray as uh, Tim McGee on NCIS. But we realized a couple of weeks ago he is also in the original cast of Hocus Pocus Mm. as a kid. Really? Yeah, or a teenager. Shailene Woodley is 31 today. I don't know who that is, but I think she's popular. It is a she, right? Yeah, she was the one who dated Aaron Rodgers for a period. She's an Uh, actress. You'd you'd recognize her. Uh, yes, I would because he has a type. Like everyone that he dates looks uh-huh. pretty much exactly the she, same. She's been in a couple. She's been in some things. Gone but not forgotten. Georgia O'Keefe in eighteen eighty seven. Erwin Rommel in eighteen ninety one. Montovani in nineteen oh five. Carol Bruce, who played Mother Carlson on WKRP, was born this date in nineteen nineteen. Judge Wapner was born this date in nineteen nineteen. Yeah, five minutes to Wapner. That's Shailene Woodley. Yep, man, looks pretty similar. Five minutes to Wapner. C.W. McCall was born in 1928. We got us a con boy. Ed Asner, born in 1929. Boy, Ed Asner was in a bunch of great stuff, including uh, Santa and uh, Elf. Wasn't oh, he not? Yeah. 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 He just recently passed, didn't he? Yes, he did. It was just last year. Uh, ba, 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 ba. August 29, 2020, so two years ago. Oh, gosh. It's been lower than that. Let's go to Chart Toppers. To 1956, Bing Crosby and Grace Kelly, number one with True Love. Crosby sing songs other than Christmas songs? Apparently. <laughs> That's still my favorite Christmas album. The big Crosby album. The Stones, number one in 65. Get off of my cloud. Who'd have thought they'd still be going? I watched that documentary on them not too long ago. My Life is a Rolling Stone. It features each one of them. One episode, one, one episode dedicated to each. Pretty interesting, really. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. It's a heck of a combo. Charlie Watts. Mm-hmm. Ron Wood. 
country is. Conti Hall, number one in 74. Sitting on the back porch. Listen to the whippoorwill. Late in the day. It's good. Not my favorite Tom T. Hall song, but it's a good one. Minding your business. Speak of the Devil, an iconic award, an icon award coming up this weekend for Lionel Richie. Number one in 83. Remember the day I bought this album with my own money. Bought it on cassette. I bought it and uh, Pyromania by Def Leppard. Same day. Went to the store on a Saturday morning. Bought Here? Them, bought them up. Did you find one? Yep. People dancing all in the street. Sure did. Was it a record store then? There was a record store, yes. Really? That's interesting. Let's go to 1992, PM Dawn, number one. Must be the long version. I die without you, PM Dawn, number one, 92. Do you know who PM Dawn is? I do not. Why is it R? It's the first time I've ever heard that. Really? And then Family Affair, Mary J. Blige, number one in 01. Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are, 12 years ago today. And Juice World, Lucid Dreams, number one, four years ago today. MB's Brola Wisdom for today comes from one Albert Einstein who said, Learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. Learn from yesterday, live for today, Hope for tomorrow. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.